following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions. This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Allspa. Brock and his team form your retirement offensive line from Innovative Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Brock provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans perfectly executed. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock Allspa. Welcome into the Retirement Playbook with Brock Ausball, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we're here with you every Saturday, bringing you, hopefully, some great information to help you in your life, and uh, potentially, maybe you're some family members and friends as well. So, uh, I'm always joined by the one and only Tony Shore, and he's here again with us today. Hello, Tony. Hello, Brock. It's great to be here with you. I am so pumped up for this show. You know that. We were talking about it before the show. Uh, you had to wake me up, Tony. It's time for the show. <laughs> no, no, no. We're we're ready. I've had about 60 cups of coffee just so I could try to keep up with you today, Brock. Well. Uh, you are always full of energy. I've had a great week. How about you? What's going on over there? You know, it's uh, it's it's good. You know, a lot of these uh, things going on. That we're done with basketball and and getting close to being done with wrestling so now we're just kind of moving on to the to the easy sport of of track and field so we're just kind of you know doing the deal in our house just like we always do yep well i'm like you tony i'm really excited about today's show as well we've got a very popular topic in fact i give a lot of presentations on this very topic today and that is social security and we're going to talk about myth versus reality uh, but before we get into that, Tony, I want to tell people that about our website. It's theinnovativeteam.com, and it's loaded with great information. You know, you listen to shows like this to get information. Well, there's no better website to go to. It's theinnovativeteam.com. If you want to help get help uh, with your retirement planning, that's a great resource. Uh, you can download past shows. Uh, you can get very specific to which topic you want to listen to. Uh, you can download our retirement income toolkit, and you can also order my book called The Last Paycheck, How to Build Sustainable Retirement Income and Keep Those Paychecks Coming In. That's what everybody wants to do, and you can make it happen. Order that book and uh, get started today. If you are past that and you're saying, I'm ready to get a plan, just give us a call here at Innovative Financial Solutions, 573-332-7855. All right. Book title, Brock, sounds like a Stephen King title for your book. <laughs> it's scary. That's you're trying to scare people with that title. No, the last paycheck. Ah, no. <laughs> that is the scariest book title I think I've ever well, seen. You know, it, it, and if you see the t the cover of it, Tony, you know it's it's not so scary. But I get it. It's the last pay. Oh gosh, you know that's a pretty scary thought, and it can be for many people. That's our job is to make it not scary. You know, the, that's the purpose of the book yeah. is to uh, Say hello. take the fear out of the last page. That's right. That's right. Right. Yep. You that, got it. There you go. There you go. So I was just thinking you're the new Stephen King. <laughs> I am definitely not the new Stephen King. Uh, <laughs> not even close. So 
Well, hey, listen, Tony, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world, you know? Oh, um, so I'd like to kind of crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. And obviously, uh, we're, we, you know, before the last uh, few weeks with this whole Russia thing and Ukraine, um, you know, we were talking about inflation, you know, we were talking yeah. about interest rates. We were talking about things that, you know, the stock market going down and, you know, for year to date and those kinds of numbers. We also now are talking about this geopolitical event with Russia and how it is affecting people's overall retirement strategy, specifically to their investment portfolio. And, um, you know, it's just wild to see the day-to-day fluctuations in the stock market. I remember, you know, last week we were talking about the market being down 800 points and by the end of the trading day, Tony, on the Dow Jones Industrial Average, it had come all the way back to even. And so, you know, this volatility makes people nervous, right? Yeah, and it's happened again since then. It, I mean, it went down it went down considerably considerably yesterday and then came back up a bit. So. Yeah, so, you know, it's one of those things where volatility, people, I think, understand, right, as a general rule, that the market is going to go down, right? It's it's they're called corrections, uh, and and it's anywhere from five to ten percent uh, down, and it resets values, and it's a good time to buy. They understand all that, but what they don't understand, most people that I've talked to, is that you know why is it going down eight hundred points and then back up, and then it's just it's that's what makes people nervous. But I'm here to yeah. tell you, folks, stick with your plan. Okay. That's the key, isn't it? That is the key, Tony. You've got to have a plan and stick to it. And the most important thing, uh, result of having a plan is to know that even when things like this happen and the market's acting crazy, you're going to be okay. As long as you don't make any crazy or irrational decisions based on emotions. Okay? Yeah. Don't make emotional decisions when it comes to your finances run every decision by a trusted financial services professional. I hate to name names, Brock Allspa, (laughs) but I know a guy. I know a guy who can help with that. Now, speaking of help and speaking of plans, uh, the basis, the foundation for a solid retirement income plan uh, is Social Security. Obviously, almost everyone is going to have some type of Social Security benefit. So I know that's something you like to factor in and people like to well, people need to maximize how much they get from Social Security. And pe- some people say, well, I can't change that. Well, you can. I know there's strategies, but there are a lot of misunderstandings out mm. there about Social Security. And I think you wanted to talk about some of those myths versus reality. What's the first one you've got for us? All right, Tony. So our first myth today is um, that Social Security is going to go broke. I mean, how many times have you heard that, Tony, just talking casually to some of your friends? And, oh, yeah. You know, you hear that yep. a lot. Uh, here's the first fact on this one. Because Social Security is a pay-as-you-go system, as long as American workers and their employers are paying payroll taxes, okay, the program won't run out of money, okay? Yeah. So so there you go. You heard it here first. <laughs> yep. I remember when I, in the 80s, uh, when I was uh, younger, I, I remember seeing on the news and hearing my mom and dad talk about how uh, the Social Security program was running out of money mm-hmm. and would be, wouldn't be solvent by the year 1994, I think it was. And this was like in 83 or 82, they were saying, oh, no, or 84, oh, we're going to run out of money. 
but they, you know, they raise the full retirement sure, age or they, they change, yep. they change the way it's funded. So yep. I, it's, uh, it's the third rail of politics, right? Yeah. Uh, but this myth refuses to die, doesn't it? It really does. And, 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 and by the way, um, Social Security isn't going broke. We just mentioned that. But, but it does face challenges. There's no doubt yeah. about it. Okay. Um, according to the article, the program took in more than it paid out for several decades, leading to a nearly $3 trillion surplus by the end of 2020. However, as it currently stands, the program is beginning to pay out more than it's taking in. This is happening because the population of retirees is living longer and growing faster, thank you, baby boomers, uh, than the working population. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Tony, without any changes to the program, that nearly $3 trillion surplus is expected to run dry by 2034, again, without any changes. Okay. So I think yeah, when people hear that kind of stuff, maybe that makes them nervous. But again, well, yeah, that's pretty alarming to me that the three trillion dollar surplus will run dry by twenty thirty four, but they'll be able to keep it solvent. It doesn't mean there won't still be money coming in and the payments won't be made. It just means they have to, you make know, get it back yeah. on track and make adjustments. Exactly. And 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 so this has always been a a, a topic. But I will tell you that. Um, the when the program it, it's not going to go broke as we just mentioned but uh social security would still bring in enough money after the three trillion dollars was gone the surplus was gone to pay about 78 percent of the benefits okay and then congress would need to figure out a way to make that up you know missing that other you know obviously 22 percent so again this these numbers and these facts tony are based on what's happening right now and without any changes hopefully, and I know they are aware of these things, that there will be some changes made <laughs> to, to right. you know, make this nuts. But again, 2034 sounds like this futuristic date. It's going to be here 12 years. Yeah. It's, so they better get on the horse and start making some kind of changes with this. Yeah. Time flies when you're having fun. And I know they've talked about this. Uh, you know, Congress has talked about it. And They'll make some changes. I think most members of Congress want to get reelected, Brock. So <laughs> right. uh, advocating for Social Security is a good way to do that. Yeah. They're not going to let anything happen to that. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay, Tony, we're going to move on to the next myth. Okay. And this is these. This is a little bit more common uh, discussion as well. The, the next common myth about Social Security is that the age of to select your benefits or to elect your benefits is age 65. So that's when you become eligible. And that's just not true. The reality is the full retirement age is 66 and two months for folks born in 1955 and 66 and four months for people born in 1956 during that handful of years. And so on and so forth. And so yeah. on and so forth. So if you were born 1960 and later, your full retirement age is 67. Okay. Um, and so I that think would be you and I, Brock, that's correct. I think where that really comes from that, that the confusion there is 65 is when you're eligible for Medicare. Yeah. Your Medicare comes out of your social security check. So they, the relation between those two, I think is kind of, uh, confusing for some people and understandably so. Okay. Uh, the age 65 myth has lived on because when social security was enacted in 1935, 65 was the eligibility year, Tony. 
Okay. Oh, uh, decades okay. later, the minimum eligibility dropped to age 62. So you could take a reduced benefit at 62, yep. but 65 remained the full retirement age. Yeah. In fact, I think that drop to 62 happened in 1984 when the, the calculation said, oh, Social Security isn't going to be fully solvent here in a few years. That's actually when I told you I heard, you know, the talk at that time was, Social Security's running out of money. Well, they made an adjustment. They right. adjusted that, and and they made other adjustments at that time. So, yep, exactly. So, uh, by the way, fun fact: two thousand two was the last year in which people who turned sixty five could receive their full benefit. So, there you go. All right, you ready to move on? I am so ready. Okay. Uh, what's uh, <laughs> what what's next? All right. So the next myth that I've heard a lot of people during my career is that the annual cost of living adjustment, or commonly known as COLA, C O L A, uh, is automatic, um, and, and by law benefits must be adjusted annually to keep up with inflation. But that doesn't necessarily mean a yearly cost of living adjustment jump. COLA is linked to the federal index of prices for certain consumer goods and services, which is called the CPI, Consumer Price Index, W. Yep. Okay. Um, and Social Security benefits are adjusted yearly according to the changes in the CPIW from the third quarter of one year to the next. Okay. okay. Um, and so in 2021, that CPIW showed a 5.9% jump in prices. So benefits were increased 5.9% this year. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's the biggest jump we've had in about 30, 40 yeah, years. It's a long say. time, long time. Yeah. And, and, and quite honestly, I mean, as you know, Tony, I mean, inflation is still red hot. And so if this continues, you're going to see a pretty big jump in 2023 as well. It, it yeah. would be my guess. But it, so if there's, but if there's no price jump, according to that CPIW index, uh, then there's no increase in the cost of living or increase in your benefits. That is correct. And uh, the C if you know again if the CPIW doesn't show a measurable price jump, that indicates we have little to no inflation. Meaning your monthly Social Security check is not going to get bigger. Uh, and and people have seen this scenario play out. In fact, in 2010, 2011, and 2016. Okay, so. There were some years where it's like, oh, man, didn't get a paycheck increase on Social Security. That's why. So if you were uh, wondering, that's it. Yep. Wow. All right. Well, hey, let's take a minute to let our listeners know how to get a hold of you. Uh, I know you have a Social Security maximization run uh, report that you can run for our listeners, correct? Absolutely. So um, it, Social Security, again, is the foundation, in our opinion here at Innovative Financial Solutions, to any successful uh, retirement income plan. And we use a report called the Social Security Maximization Report. So if you want to learn how to maximize your benefits, it's very easy. We just need your Social Security estimation of benefits um, printout, and then we can run that report for you. So give us a call here at Innovative Financial Solutions to get this report, 573-332-7855. All right. Well, let's keep things rolling on the retirement playbook. You've been talking about some of these commonly held myths when it comes to Social Security and Obviously, Social Security is a key component of most people's retirement strategy. So uh, people get anxious about the program and its future. What do you have next for us? Okay, so the next myth from the AARP article titled 10 Social Security Myths That Refuse to Die 
is that members of Congress don't have to pay into Social Security. It's, I've heard that one. I've heard I, that oh, one. yeah. We've all heard it, right? And, but that's uh, not true? It's been a common complaint that members of Congress don't give Social Security the proper amount of attention because it doesn't cover them. However, Tony, since 1984, members of Congress, as well as other federal employees, have been a part of the program. Mm. Before wow. 1984, members of Congress didn't pay into Social Security because they were part of the Civil Service Retirement System, or CSRS. Those who were in office before the beginning of 1984 could continue using the CSRS, but only in conjunction with Social Security. Those elected to office after January 1st of 1984, Tony, are covered by Social Security and the pension plan that replaced CSRS. So, uh, yeah, okay. yeah, some good uh, good facts there that, you know, and yeah. you do. You hear a lot of that, uh, especially in an election year and those kinds of things. So Yeah, I'm glad you cleared that one up. Yep. That's a myth I had heard uh, many times. Yes. All right, you ready for the next one? I am. Okay, kind of in relation to that, but... The next common myth is that government will dip into Social Security to fund other government programs. Um, the two trust funds that pay out Social Security, one for retirees and their survivors, and the other for people with disabilities. They are not a part of the government's general fund. Okay. Hmm. However, the government can and does borrow from Social Security. Uh, Social Security's tax revenues invested in special U.S. You know, treasury securities, uh, like with other Treasury Department bonds, the government can spend the money on numerous programs. Uh, but like with a bondholder, the Treasury has to pay the money back with interest. Social Security redeems the securities to meet its responsibilities. So, Tony, that borrowing power, uh, that the, the rumor of that, that the government is snatching money from Social Security and leaving a pile of IOUs behind. But in reality, the government always repaid the money in full so oh that's good yeah depend I, that's another one i had heard you know obviously we're worried when you when money goes into the government you're like does it you know get disappeared it goes into some general fund and then <laughs> right. gets disappeared right and right. then and then you realize your congressman is flying on a private jet and brought a new house it's like wait what time wait. out time out what's going why on why is here? social security broke okay <laughs> Uh, but, uh, that's, it's good. I'm glad you cleared that up. Yeah, that's for sure. All right. Um, so what's next? Yep. So what's next? Here's something I've heard a number of times, Tony, throughout my, you know, almost 20 years of doing this here. You don't pay taxes on your social security benefit. Okay. I'm afraid that this one is, you know, after, at least after 1984, by the way, uh, Congress passed a social security overhaul that among other things, dictated that a portion of your Social Security benefits are taxable, okay? The amount you pay depends on your income level. So you'll pay federal income tax on as much as 50% of your benefit if your income for the year is between $25,000 and $34,000 for an individual filer and between $32,000 and $44,000 if you are a joint filer, okay? So uh, as much as 50%. Now, over wow. 44000 Tony, 85% of your Social Security benefit becomes taxable. Wow. And, yeah. So for many people... as so you, almost, almost all of it is taxable. At least up to 85% of your Social Security benefit is taxable on a federal level then. 
that is one when I first started uh, before I started working with you, I thought that you didn't have to pay tax on Social Security. So that's a myth and a misconception that I think a lot of people uh, get wrong. But here's right? yes, they do. Uh, and, and one of the things you've got to look at when you're talking about how much of it is taxable is something called provisional income, Tony, which means that it's half of your Social Security benefit plus all of your other income. And that's wow. how they determine how much of your Social Security is taxed. Wow. Um, if you, just throwing this out there as a strategy, uh, have all tax-free income, i.e. a Roth, and you're taking distributions from your Roth in retirement after you are done working, that distribution from a Roth does not count towards how much of your Social Security is oh. taxed. So another but reason. from a traditional IRA, it would. Correct, because it's taxed at ordinary income. Got it. Yeah, yep. so, so you could. Uh, a Great person, point. Yep. So a person could potentially, i.e., I'm raising my hand right now. I know we're on the radio, but I am raising my hand. <laughs> um, uh, could set yourself up for a completely tax-free income in retirement. Wow. Right? Wow. Because. If your That's Roth huge. distributions aren't taxable and that doesn't go towards any of your in provisional income, guess what? Now your Social Security is tax-free. What a wow. beautiful place to be. Uh, yeah. And, you know, so if you with some proper planning, and obviously the younger you are, the more planning you could do, uh, you can you can make it happen. You can make but it happen. But you need to be working with a, a tax professional and a financial services professional like yourself who can coordinate all that. Now, yeah, that was federal tax we're talking about. Yep. What about state tax? Okay, so you may owe state taxes on your Social Security benefit, Tony, if you live in specific states. And guess what? Missouri is one of them. Uh, guess what else? Minnesota is one of Minnesota, them. Minnesota, my home state. <laughs> I know my home state. They will if if it can be taxed, it will be taxed. Is their motto in Minnesota? <laughs> well, you know, it's one of those things where you know, again, Missouri, the way it works is on a sliding scale. The more income you have, the more you know that that sure. tax is up to six percent. So, you know, you could pay some additional taxes uh, if you live in, and I'll give you all the states here, folks. Colorado, Connecticut, Kansas, Minnesota, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, New Mexico, Rhode Island, Vermont, Utah, and West Virginia. There you go. Wow. Those are the states that have tax. Well, those are the states people don't want to retire in because <laughs> they tax Social Security, right? Yeah, I well, mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. but again, with some proper planning, we could reduce that or, or uh, yes. you know, get yeah. rid of it. So, yeah. Yep. Well, and considering everything you've told us so far, it inspires me to note that uh, your social security strategy is a great reason again for our listeners to pick up the phone and give you a call and we're out of time for today's show so uh, let's end it here and let our listeners know how they can get that social security maximization report and get a plan in place all right here we go so give us a call here folks at innovative financial solutions we are the retirement people and social security has everything to do with a successful retirement income plan so give us a call at 573. 573- 332-7855. Hope everyone has a great rest of your week. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock Alspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. 
Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspot and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.